Hello and welcome to episode 206 of the Enough Podcast. My name is Mike Hurley. I am joined by Patrick Rowan and I have a big smile on my face because this is, as we mentioned, this is back to back with the previous episode. So it's just Mm -hmm. funny to, I don't know, it just made me smile to just jump straight back in for the next episode. We haven't done this in a long time, Pat. No, we haven't. We used to do this like all the time. I mean, it's kind of how we got to have so many episodes because... For those who are new to the show, um, we used to release a much shorter episode, and it wasn't always much shorter, on uh, on, on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Um, But we typically used to aim for like 15 minutes, and now we aim for like 40. Although it was never 15, but that was what Patrick would like to tell himself. Oh, God, I really tried. I really hoped... I hoped I'd be able to keep it under 15 minutes, but I never really was able to because, well, I, I like to hear my own voice, I guess. We um, all like to hear your voice. Oh, you're so sweet. So, um, I created a little bit of controversy, I suppose, and knowingly did so when I talked about uh, how comparatively the iPhone was not necessarily disruptive in the same way that perhaps other things were. And that certainly no modern technology at all was as disruptive as some ancient technologies or even just simply hundreds of years old technologies or thousands of year tech old technologies that are still around and exist today much in the same way in the same basic function that they were when they were first released some examples of that were the wheel yes the wheel has been improved steadily over time uh, but the basic function of the wheel has not changed in thousands of years. Uh, fire was another one I, I, I brought up. Once again, it's a technology. has not much changed since its, in, since its invention. Fire is fire. There's not much to change there. There's definitely, you know, different ways of making it, but, you know, <laughs> of producing it. But, you know, at this basic level, fires. And I also used uh, the printing press as another, you know, as another example. Um, and uh, I got a lot of, you know, I got a fair amount of feedback. Um, most of the feedback, actually, people used the contact form, which was great. Yeah, we, got some, I, we got some really long emails. I actually did read them all. Um, yeah. But they, it was too much for me to, to, to respond because I figured that we would talk about and maybe not necessarily address individual things, but I think most people have the same sort of um, overarching um, feeling that you, Which you, was? you were wrong, basically. <laughs> um, See, I didn't take it that way. Yeah, well, you wouldn't. I did not take uh, it that uh, way. Where I did. Uh, basically, like, a bunch of people mentioned fire, and they mentioned um, the wheel. That mm-hmm. was, you know, as you did, that a lot of people brought those up. But a lot of people uh, agreed with me that there actually was... Um, that, that computers and the internet had a big 
um, have had a big impact on the world um, with the way that we communicate and such. Mm. And I have... Um, Maybe you should talk a bit more about that, but I have a counter. I have another counterpoint for you, which I've been thinking a lot about. Okay, all right. Well, so first off, I didn't necessarily take it that way, and I guess perhaps because I didn't necessarily make. I don't know if I made my argument as well as I could have. My argument basically was was that all of this stuff is relative, right? It's all relative to each other. And that the true impact of, say, computers or the iPhone specifically or these other things, uh, they're just they're too new to see if they will have the kind of long-term staying power of some of these other things, right? I think you and I can both agree that 100 years from now, the iPhone itself, you know, and, and cell phones for that matter, you know, and mobile phones from that will, will be gone because they'll be unnecessary because there will be something else that provides that kind of communication in the same, in the same way that, that, you know, mobile phones are an outgrowth of the telephone, which is an outgrowth of the telegraph, which is an outgrowth of, you know what I mean? That, that this is, this is evolutionary technology that is still on a path to something else. Does that make sense? Yep. Whereas some of the things I compared it to, like the wheel being a good example that's the sort of thing that, yes, once again, evolutionary, you know, that uh, I say comparing the, comparing the wheel to, say, the iPhone is probably not a fair comparison, right? Comparing the, the wheel to, um, I don't know, communication might be a little bit better one, if that makes sense. Yes. Okay. All right. Um, and so some of the comparisons I was, I was making were unfair and thus, I think, failing to communicate my argument that, that the, 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 the true judge of, of a technology, in my mind, and it's, it's uh, you know, its impact is in part its history, its staying power, its ability to, to uh, you know, to be around for a millennia. Um, and I think that, you know, like I said before, some of this technology is just too new. And while I have no doubt that, you know, the internet as it operates now, I'm hoping, you know, will, you know, or some evolution of it will exist for a millennia to come. It has not been a millennia yet. It hasn't even been half a century yet. Right. <laughs> and, and that, you know, and so can we really honestly say, you know, we can guess, we can speculate, but we can't say for sure that, yes, this is something that is going to, you know, uh, change, 
changed the entire world for, you know, for a thousand years. We just don't know that. There's no way for us to know that. Um, right? So, yes, of, of course there's going to be something else, right? So maybe in 200, 300 years, there won't even be an internet. It will be the Globocom. I don't know what it, you know. It may be called differently. It may it will likely operate in a very similar manner. So, like what I would say is like, and you probably meant this, but I feel like it it's something that could be clarified. While we might not still have an internet, we will have the the, the impact that our internet now has had on the world. I believe will be felt for a thousand years and longer, because it's. Hmm. Anything that is to come in a thousand years' time, in my opinion, will have derived from what people are learning now. So, the, the those that are on the internet now will be living in a, in a different way, and will be teaching their children and their and their children's children, children's children, and it goes on about different ways of working, different ways of communicating different ways of living and the communicating thing was the main part for me like how people can forge friendships and stuff over the internet and through the devices that we have over great distances like that me and you have um or even just local you know people fall in love and stuff Mm -hmm. through through the the, through computers through the internet i believe Mm -hmm. that the the what we will go through here and the learnings that we have from it will impact for the next for all of human history because we've totally changed in the same way that fire allowed us to become more civilized because we were able to cook food and warm our homes and were able to sustain our lives in that way. And the will was able to help us advance into an industrial world. Um, it's to, to the point where we are now able to, so I've, I've, I've gone off track there. To, to, to the fact that it has been able, to, those things have been able to help us advance our, as you say, evolution, which is, I, I would say, is probably the right word for it. Um, mm. I believe that the internet will do that because it will change so many things about the way we live as humans. And it has changed. Certainly. And and because of the changes that it has made and will continue to make, the 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 ramifications of it, the effects felt, will reach for the rest of human history. Mm. Also, on the last show, you mentioned how like the internet and telephones that we, you know, smartphones and computers are not truly revolutionary because they are not ubiquitous. You know, there are parts of the world that aren't mm. connected and a bunch of people brought this up in the same way. There are parts of the world that do not have access to vehicles you know, people and there are also mm-hmm. people in parts of the world that don't really even have access to. I don't know. Maybe I'm sure that there are parts of the world where people may not have even may not even use fire. Who knows? Like I feel <laughs> that there are there are parts of this planet where there are tribes where we maybe don't know anything about them. But especially yeah, the wheel. I don't know about that. Especially the wheel. Yeah. But that, yeah, go ahead. That was more of a joke. But yeah. the the the, uh, the wheel. Especially that you know there are parts of the globe where people don't really have access to to the wheel in it in any of its use. It's not motorized, and I think that's where we are now with that. You know, because there yeah. are people that are walking for miles and miles and miles every day for 
basic amenities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and I mean, look at all the, you know, there's tribes all around the globe that I'm sure, you know, don't have access to books, for instance. Don't have access to... Oh, yeah, because the printing printed press. Yeah. Right? yeah. I mean, yeah, certainly. And... And obviously, as well, I'm, I'm I'm willing to I'm willing to admit that I I was I was a bit heavy-handed there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sorry, this is going to be a complete cultural reference that is way too old for you. But I know I'm sounding a bit like Fonzie here. <laughs> you, you ever watch Happy Days or hear of Happy Days? Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm aware of Happy Days. But, with the Fonz. Yeah. Whenever uh, he, he could never say he was wrong. And so he uh. was, I was, rrr, rrr, rrr. <laughs> like he couldn't form the word. Like wrong was a word that like he just, his mouth couldn't form into the right shape to say. And I know I'm sounding a bit like that here. Um, and that's okay. I'm okay with that. I don't have his leather jacket, but I'm okay with that. Um, yeah, I I I think that that certainly is not a you know is not a fair example to uh, to illustrate my point. But like I said, my overall point is that you know these things are all relative. It's still young. If you think what we have right now is great. I can promise you that the future is going to be greater. I agree that that future will be greater likely because of what we have today and the direction that these things have the potential to go if we, A, allow them to, and B, um, use them mindfully. Because there's also a lot of other directions this stuff can go to. And those directions are much more scary. But we should talk first. (laughs) (laughs) I'm very intrigued now uh, about what's coming next. I feel like Uh you're about to do something else which is going to bring about much more discussion. But of course, what, what Patrick is referring to is we need to pay the bills. We do. We need to talk about what I consider to be a true revolutionary website building platform and that is squarespace.com because they give you everything you need to make an amazing website squarespace is a fully hosted completely managed environment for creating and maintaining a beautiful website blog or portfolio with squarespace's tools it doesn't matter how experienced you are when it comes to building websites because you can put something amazing online in minutes squarespace have beautiful themes they're out of this world They're really clean. They let your content do all of the talking. You can use Layout Engine, which is Squarespace's page builder. It allows you to create custom layouts for each of your pages in seconds. You just add blocks of content such as photos, videos, text, social media content, and tons more. The themes that I mentioned, and and with all of the customizations of the pages that you make with Layout Engine, will all look fantastic because of Squarespace's responsive design they have your, your sites are going to look amazing on any device when you add images or design pages to squarespace everything restructures automatically to fit on every device and maintain the beauty of your site's design if you like statistics they have real-time analytics that are built right into squarespace they even have ios and android apps to let you view these and manage and post your site on the go 
Squarespace Commerce, which is a, a fantastic feature that they have now, which allows you to add a fully integrated store to your website. You can instantly start accepting payments. You can sell physical or digital goods immediately with any Squarespace site if you add this feature. You can manage your inventory, process customer orders, and much, much more. I want you to go and try this out for yourself so you can just see how just amazing Squarespace is. Go to squarespace.com slash 70 decibels and start your free trial. Squarespace plans start at 10 dollars a month and if you use the code 70 decibels 5 at checkout you will get an ad- it's 70 decibels 6 70 decibels 6 at checkout and you will get or 5 whatever you want but it's currently 6 um, you will get an additional 10% off your first order so go check out Squarespace everything you need to make an amazing website I've been saying Squarespace 5 so far for all of June <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Oh man, never mind. That's too bad. That's too bad. Now I was just gonna say. Uh, so, um, our friend Kyle Baxter, uh, uh, Tightwind.net, uh, wrote this uh, amazing, uh, at least I thought, um, piece on uh, the philosophy of Google Glass and talking about. Um, The reason why we have reason to be suspicious of Google Glass and while while certainly the idea for some geeks is kind of cool and, you know, wow, that's great, let's look at this, that you really do need to tie it into some of the other things that not only... Google is doing or is involved in or um, even more importantly have said um, and one of the things he pointed out and I actually haven't read Stephen uh, Levy's uh, In the Plex uh, book title is In the Plex um, but uh, in that book he recounts a conversation that he had with Larry Page and Sergey Brin in 2004 And I'm just going to read this excerpt that is quoted in his article, which is, uh, Back in 2004, I asked Page and Bryn what they saw as the future of Google Search. Quote, It will be included in people's brains, said Page. When you think about something and don't really know much about it, you will automatically get information. That's true, said Bryn. Ultimately, I view Google as a way to augment your brain with the knowledge of the world. Right now, you go into your computer and type a phrase, but you can imagine that it will be easier in the future, that you can just that you can have just devices you talk to, or you can have computers that pay attention to what's going on around them and suggest useful information. Which brings me back to the point that I ended with before the sponsor uh, mentioned. That's frightening to me. And it should be frightening to everybody. Because on the one hand, certainly, yes, 
we can say, wow, can you imagine how much easier that would make communication and uh, the ability to, you know, if this stuff was just in our brain and we didn't have to interact with devices, we could have conversations with people in other countries, you know, but just thinking about it, we couldn't, you know, we, we, we could we could communicate across wrong, long, we wouldn't even have to talk anymore. We could just, you know, but just remember that if you can automatically get information and communication directly into your brain, so can other people with the interest in doing so. And I'm not just talking about advertising here. There's, you know, there, there's there's some serious ramifications there, and I would I would argue that. What Google Glass is, is just the current technological step in that ultimate direction. And when you look at things like Google Glass, when you look at some of the, some of the other projects that Google is actively involved in, you start to get the sense that, yeah, okay, the, the direction that they stated they'd like to see back in 2004, almost 10 years ago, they're still on that path. They're still heading down that path. I'm just saying, that's frightening to me. That's a problem. And uh, And so, yeah, I think that history will that like I said we don't know what this all looks like a thousand years from now we don't know what this all looks like a hundred years from now and the thing is a hundred years from now this could look like Larry and Sergey's vision or it could look like ours And that, you know, one of those things might be better than than another. One of those things may have uh, have profound um, implications on privacy and freedom. And one of those things might not. Uh, and uh, that yeah, okay. we should be wary of that. That's all I'm saying. I think it's the, the, the logical next step, but it's about how far you wanna you wanna take these things and worry about them. Yeah, it is. You know, I'll say I'm I'm one of those people, and maybe it's my old age, and you know, maybe it's you know having. You know, having two young men uh, as sons, and uh, you know, having a, a young daughter. Um, you know, these are things I think about. I think, you know, less so about what's coming for me in the next fifty years that I have on this planet, and more what's coming for them in the next seventy to ninety to one hundred, depending upon you know, advances in medical technology. Um, you know, I, I, I think 
you know, I, I, I think that the future, as always, is a big unknown. And certainly the choices and decisions and directions that we make today are a big part of what drive what that future is and is to become. I think the internet, mobile phone technology, you know, all the things that we're seeing today give us an unbelievable amount of benefit and power. But as with all great power comes, great responsibility. There we go. And I think we all, we all individually need to take that responsibility. We need to respect that responsibility. And we need to use that responsibility to continue to guide this towards um, a positive future. So, with that, I think we're kind of at the end of our rope, <laughs> time-wise. I agree. Cool. All right. I'm sure we're going to hear more about that. Yeah, I'm sure we're going to hear more, and I welcome it as always. Hey, keep using our contact form and keep uh, using, um, you know, keep giving us your very long, intelligent emails, uh, Syl Butlerman and Chris Gonzalez and uh, Mike Wallstrom and Hao Su, uh, Hua Su. I'm not sure if I pronounced that correctly, um, but uh, uh, I'm sure that there's more here that I've missed. Donnie Davis. Uh, <laughs> yeah, keep keep using the contact form or email me directly. I'm Patrick at PatrickRone.com. Um, Mike prefers Twitter and uh, an app.net. He's iMike there. I'm Patrick Roan at both of those places. Contact me any way you want. I'm more than willing to engage with this stuff. Cool. So with that, I guess we'll chat later. We will. Cheers. Cheers.